0: all of the girly chat.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices people also live for the drama, because if they didn't, then they'd be watching Downton Abbey.
0: Hello everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by none other than reality TV star, Towie Queen, and Celebs Go Dating Babe, it's Chloe Bracken, everybody! Woo! Hello! What an intro! I love that. Did you? Do you know what, babe? Like, I literally had so much I could have put in there. Considering you've had like such a short career, you've been fucking busy. Oh,
1: thank you. I feel I should get that in every room I walk into. I'd love that. Thank you. Just walking into Tesco
0: as I walk in. I'd love well, it. Like a, a master of ceremonies every yeah, time just you everywhere go, everywhere. I go. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it. Oh, I feel like I'd Do your self-esteem wonders, mate. Wonders. Oh, it would. It would. <laughs> How are you, last? Just so everyone at home can have a bit of a grasp of how busy Chloe is at the moment and how much it means to us that she's made time for this. Oh, I've been goodness. trying to get this girl on the podcast oh, for months. I know, I felt months. so bad.
1: I was like, and then I, I put it in my diary and was like, do not move. I was
0: like, I cannot move this. I was like, because she'll never
1: talk to me again. I need to do
0: this. Stop it, bless <laughs> you. No, honestly, I'm so grateful. Like, oh, I know how busy you. everyone is. And like, all, I keep watching you on Instagram going from like one thing to the next and first of all how are you? Are you knackered mate? Are you just like high off all these amazing opportunities? I'm so
1: tired and the thing is we literally just stopped filming last Friday for Celebs so that's it. We just stopped filming then and we started filming in October so it's been a really really long you know, filming schedule it was meant to end in December. And because of COVID, it got dragged on a bit longer. So I was like, this show is never going to end. I feel like I'm going to be filming interviews until December of next year. It was just never ending. Um, but we're finally finished now. TOWIE's been pushed back. So I was meant to go back to TOWIE next month. That's been pushed back. So I've got three months off and I'm so <gasps> excited. Oh, I can't wait. I'm oh, so excited.
0: <laughs> just a dream claw. Honestly, oh, no. I've literally just had a beg steal and borrow two weeks off and already like (laughs) my agents are like crushing it smaller either side they're like can you come back on the 27th just because and i'm thinking fuck it i just need these two weeks (laughs) i totally envy that three months what's your plans for it mate my plan is
1: well i've got a personal trainer I mm-hmm. had oh my god, dying! I don't know, um like I just went. Oh, can I meet you? I want to see what you're like. You went okay. I just want to do a quick fitness test with you. Vicky's killed me off. Oh. He literally has made me die. I can't walk. I can't walk. <laughs> I was, in, I was in a shopping centre with my hairdresser and he went to me, Chloe, you look like you've shit yourself. I went, oh, no. I went. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like It was so bad. It's only a fitness test as well. He didn't even really do much with me. It just shows I'm, all, like, I'm in such bad shape. So no, got don't, don't be
0: silly. We've all got to start somewhere. And you know what? Like, okay. That's the worst it'll ever be. You're only going to improve now, lass. Exactly. So that's pretty exciting. I said no one's going to recognise me. They're going to be like, who is she?
1: Because I'm going to be so in shape. They won't even know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, I want to go on holiday. I've not had a holiday since last year, about August time, July. So I think I need to go mm. on holiday now. I'm tired. Ooh, I, yeah, God, honestly, treat
0: yourself last. I feel like anything <laughs> that's good for the soul, do it when you can. Um, so you're, like, I feel like you are, and I'm not trying to patronise you here, so young to have done <laughs> all the things you have done. Like, I can't believe you were only 18 when you burst on on our screens in TOWIE. Can I ask you a question? And I don't know if you've had, like, enough space, like, from that moment mm-hmm. to kind of make sense of it all and digest it. Do you think that was too young or, young, or were you ready? Probably a bit too young. I do think so. Yeah.
1: I think at the time I thought I was ready, at the time, like... It was the it couldn't have come at a better time because I basically had quit my job when I was seventeen. I was doing like um temping in offices for a few months,
0: uh-huh.
1: and I got messaged three days after my eighteenth birthday and I was like, how old are you? I was like, well, I'm 18 <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> I was like, oh my god <laughs> and I thought that the message was fake and I was like, hmm, seems a bit suspicious and I was like, no, uh-huh. no, we're lying pictures we want to have a chat with you and basically what had happened was, Vic, I always laughed so I had no money at all I had no money, didn't have a job and my mum had paid for me to go on um, go to Paris for my birthday she literally worked so hard, it was my 18th birthday so she said, I want to send you away, Chloe so I was temping and I had like no money bought all these clothes kept the labels in was wearing all these outfits in paris like yeah i'm living my best life and then was taking them back after ah! <laughs> so Dowie we me oh. and was like who is this girl she's living her best life i was like, "Oh, you have no idea
0: <laughs> you have no clue this girl does not exist no to in- not you real, real <laughs> she <body>. wasn't real <laughs> and then yeah oh, but babe you're not You're not the first person to fall into that trap, you know, of like sort of creating this image, this unrealistic image for yourself on social media. It's very easily done. So easily Um, done. They
1: must have thought, oh my God, she's living her best life for an 18 year old. And really, I was uh... (laughs) like.
0: But then you know, I rem- I'm really like I remember when you say all this, like when we first got started on Geordie Shore and I was probably a little bit older than you, like twenty two. Mm. But we had to like I remember like beg, stealing and borrowing to get the clothes to go on Geordie Shore. Like yeah. I remember my mum taking us out. I remember like all the lasses yeah. having a bit of a whip round for us so I could get some new extensions. Like yeah. what I remember Honestly being so maxed out in my overdraft, yeah. like like you know, all these things just to create this image of myself when I went on the show. Yeah. Um, but I was a little bit older than you, obviously. Yeah. And I'm always, I think back to Holly, who was eighteen as well. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like and she, like I don't even know if at the time I had this thought process because I was probably so wrapped up in myself and how I was coming across. Yeah. But I remember thinking she seemed like just a little bit young and a little bit vulnerable, yeah, and probably, in my opinion, a bit too young to be put in that position. Mm. Like, obviously, you're 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 such an iconic cast member oh, thank now, you. and yeah, welcome. It it's true. I'm not saying anything I don't believe, mm-hmm. but you have had quite a tempestuous time on there. Yeah. Like, do you think the fact that you were so young has has probably meant that you were a bit vulnerable on the show, or are you still standing by everything? No,
1: definitely. I think the fact that when I started when I was eighteen, like I try and remember that time and how it felt, and I remember like you know pulling up and seeing all these cast members that I'd seen on telly, and they was driving these big amazing cars that. In my eyes, I thought, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to afford that. And I just wanted to be like them, you know. And I think, like, it's hard to admit that now because I don't talk to the majority of them now. <laughs> but at the time, I was, like, terrified to even look at them. And I was trying to mm-hmm. pretend that, you know, I was, like, this big, confident girl. And I remember in our casting interview saying, we're, like, the it people around Essex. And we, of course it wasn't because we never went out. We were <laughs> 18. we just turned 18. You know, no-one knew who we were. <laughs> um, but I think at the time it was maybe easier for them to get me to talk about things that I probably wouldn't talk about now. Like, I remember in my first scene of TOWIE being like, I've had Botox and talking about that. And Courtney Green, who's one of my best friends, actually said to me that she complained about that and was like, she's 18, you shouldn't get her to speak about stuff like that. And obviously at the time, now I would never. I'd just be like, you know, I've had what I've had done and, you know, it's your choice Mm -hmm. and you sort of of skirt around it now. But I suppose when you're 18, you, you just do what you're told, you know? And that, that is really, like,
0: that is exactly the point, Chloe, mm-hmm. you know? You do what you're told. Yeah. And, like, I feel, obviously, I'm hugely grateful to reality TV for everything it's given me. Yeah. Like, even outside of that, Chloe, yeah. like, I am a huge fan of reality TV. You know, I'm watching you on a Celebs Go oh, date, and, like, you. I love Taube, I'm obsessed with Love Island. Like, I, people know I'm a fan. But when I see, like, these very young Impressionable girls yeah. like yourself and all the rest of it. I do feel really protective. Oh. And I think it's so nice you had someone like Courtney Green in your corner saying, like let's 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 be a bit let's be a bit protective, let's give this girl a break. Yeah. Um do you feel like now you've had to do an awful lot of growing up in a short space? Oh, it's of time? extremely,
1: and I think a lot of things that I thought would be easier are actually harder. I think when you go on a reality show, you think, oh, my God, I'm going to have boys lining up that want to date me and I'm going to, you know, have this amazing time. And at the end of the day, sometimes I'm quite envious of my friends that have got normal jobs because obviously I'm always grateful and it sounds like in a way that you're being ungrateful by saying that and I'm not at all. I never, ever take for granted the things I had because when I started, I had nothing. But it's more about the fact of, like, my friend telling me about a bicker that she had with her boyfriend. I'm like, oh, like, it would be lovely if that was, you know, similar to me, like me and Jack. The moment me and Jack broke up, it was in the papers. And the minute he moved on, it was in the papers as well. And, you know, I think it's just something that you learn to deal with, because obviously, as you know, the downsides often do, like the good things often outweigh the bad. Of course they do, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's still hard.
0: Yeah, and you know, last don't ever think that by... Expressing, you know, disappointment or anger or frustration oh, yeah, at your course. life, you're ever being ungrateful. Yeah. Like every every job you've got, every walk of life, there is light and shade, there is ups and oh, downs. Whether yeah. you're a teacher, like whether you're a yeah. jailer whether you're a nurse, <laughs> whether you're a bin man, whatever you're doing, like we have good days and bad days. And you're absolutely right. Like God, sometimes, like ah. Uh, so, people say to me, like, what's the worst thing about the job you do, mm. right? And, like, I feel the same way as you, Khloé. Like, every day, pinching myself, like, fucking hell. Like, yeah. I get to talk to these really sick people every day, and that's my job. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it's so amazing. But then, you know, I had to sacrifice certain things to get here. Mm. And for years, when I was doing Geordie Shore, or I was really trying to graft, like, I missed everybody's birthdays. Yeah, I've Um, not not literally
1: not done anything. I I felt so lonely while filming Celebs. I was just going to film in coming home. I was too tired to go out. I was making plans to go out. And then the minute I got home, I'd want to go to sleep. Because you don't want to go out and say, like, say it's a friend's birthday, you want to have a drink with them. But then also, you, you don't want to drink, you don't want to be hungover the
0: next mm. day. Like it's, it's, it's a
1: hard situation.
0: Of course, and it's about making certain sacrifices to get to where you want to go. And it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in, loads of people high performers, people who want to excel, people who are driven. They can all relate to that, mate. So never feel bad about having a little mood <laughs> yeah. here and there. It's absolutely <laughs> human and it's so natural. Yeah. And I think it's it's really interesting what you, what you said there about your relationship with Jack, like... Yeah. The one part of my life I feel like I essentially sacrificed, really, to get to where I am is my privacy. Oh, 100%. And also, I feel like, I don't know
1: if you agree, but maybe when you was, like, first starting off, did you feel like everything in your career was amazing, but your personal mm-hmm. life was shit? Like, I feel like everything in my career I love. My personal life with mm-hmm. my friends is amazing. My love life yeah. is in absolute tatters. I haven't got one. And that's because... I, and then I think, oh, it's all right, because I'll sacrifice it. I love my job. And then sometimes you're sitting on your own on a Sunday night and you think,
0: oh. <laughs> Sunday, babe, honestly, Sunday. Like, my mom <laughs> is now in her 60s. Yeah. And she's just recently lost her partner oh, and it's absolutely fun. heartbreaking yeah. for her but sunday nights are the nights she says it gets to our neck yeah. as well so i can i think that must be the cuddle night or something it's a bit of intimacy it's feeling loved isn't it like and i completely understand um,
1: hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
0: Again, I'm going to... I do this. I've had some brilliant people on this podcast, like yourself, Amber Gill, yeah. like, you know, and I, I catch myself sounding like the fucking mothers and I don't mean to... <laughs> no, you, I like right, it. I'm tra- I love you advice. I like okay. take advice off everyone. <laughs> good, good. Okay, as long as I'm not, like, no, in my game. No, no, I love it. Because I would it. hate to be doing that. Right, when I was in my 20s, like, I just could not, like, could not figure my life out. Like, I... Was so like was really driven, you know, to the, to almost to me detriment, like trying to do every job that came my way and do every in my day it was payers cool, yeah. like think yourself lucky you're not fucking getting dragged <laughs> around to, like yeah all these like really weird towns to do like club appearances yeah. that was my day and like traveling through the night to get back so yeah so it was club Payers and it was like we didn't really Instagram wasn't a huge thing so it was. Like magazine shoots and still they were still big and I was all over the place trying to do everything but I just could not get a nice man in my life and everybody has seen my like relationship ups and downs and all my wrong decisions and all the bad boys I chose to kiss and like I used to beat myself up like say like you know how you're saying a bit like why can't I just have a normal life and a normal boy and all the rest of it but actually like and this, this would be my advice. I wasn't ready to have someone nice in me life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I completely accepted the love I thought I deserved. Like, I went out with these bad boys because... I didn't really love myself enough and I'm not for one single second yes. insinuating that. I think you need to work on yourself. No, but, I
1: think you're
0: right, yeah. Yeah, entertain the idea, last that. Like, when you're ready yeah. to meet your Urkan or your, your whoever, your amazing fella, yeah. like, it's, it's going to be when you're really happy with you. Yeah. Do you think that could be a thing? No, I 100%
1: think it could be a thing. I 100% think it could be. Like, I think, as well, I've, I've dated boys that are nice and then I've, like, made yeah. an issue of it. Like, there's the some. Oh, God, yeah, he's too nice. You know, I was dating this lovely boy. He was lovely. And then Jack was like, I want to see you. And I was like, all right then. You know, and you think, why have I done that? Why have I done that? Because a month later, I'm thinking, I know where I'd rather be right now. And it's not with Jack. But But I suppose it's like, as well, I don't know if you sort of get... uh, sort of addicted to the drama of things you know there's no there's no drama there's no upheaval and you're like this is all going a bit too steady and it's like oh maybe I should go out with someone who's a bit more crazy and then they're too crazy and it's like this is not working
0: <laughs> loads of people man loads of lasses listening to this are going to be able to relate to that and honestly yeah. mate I did it all through my 20s yeah. I thought love had to hurt oh, my God, I thought yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if I thought I wasn't really into a fella if I wasn't crying all the time if I wasn't texting him asking him where he was if I wasn't if I wasn't tearing my hair out stressed I thought I wasn't into him you know, Erkan now, he went to Ibiza last year with the lads and I joked on and I made him a shirt with my face all <laughs> over it but, and told him he was going to take it. Obviously, it did not make the journey. Um, <laughs> he but, didn't wear it now on, on the fly. No, nah, but I really so thought he going to be walking around Ocean Beach in this, but the fucking cheeky bastard left it at home. I found him when I found it when he went away. But no, I like I didn't for one single second question where he was or what he was doing. Yeah. And I got a call every morning and a couple of texts through the day. And I was so secure in the knowledge that that man loved me and also secure in the knowledge of like everything I've been through. Like if anything did happen, like I will survive. Like the, as horrible as it is for for us to say this to you, Chloe, like, I actually just think you have to grow through what you're going through now. And and eventually you will find, like, a super sick fella who's absolutely (laughs) deserving of you and loves all these, like, exciting things that are happening and is supportive and all that. But until then, like, I really am just sorry, but I feel like if you're going to be anything like me, you're going to have to kiss a few frogs.
1: (laughs) Do you think when you first started in the industry, you was like, I should date someone also in the industry and then realised maybe you shouldn't? What do you think that was, like, a realisation that you had?
0: I flip-flopped between the two, Chloe, like, honestly, like, and you will as well, like, and it's just about growing up and, like, working out what works for you. So, like, sometimes I was thinking to myself, like, oh, no, I talk about my job all day. I talk about myself all day. I talk about other reality TV shows. I talk about, like, everything. I just want to come home and talk to a nice fella and and go for a nice dinner. I want to talk to him about his day. You know, I want normality. I craved it. I craved structure and all that so you know I was going out with like say a fella who had his own business or a fella who like was a joiner like I'd go out with blokes like that and actually what I found for the most part, and this is no reflection on men in general, this was just these as individuals, but I found they didn't understand my job and they didn't understand me, uh, yeah, my ambition. Yeah. And
1: I feel like sometimes as well. Well, like, you know when you moan and you say you're tired and they're like, oh, well, I've been standing on a building site all day and it's okay then, yeah. I'm
0: not tired then. <laughs> I'm really sorry then, I'm, I must be wrong, I'm not tired because yeah. you are the only person who can be tired. Yeah, yeah no, I get it, mate. like, what it is, it's no, it's it's just they didn't understand that one individual. So then, of course, I thought to myself, no, well, what must work is finding someone who's in your industry so yeah. you can share these experiences with them. But actually, when I went out with boys in my industry, and again, this is a blanket statement and it's not, it's a sweeping generalization and it's not fair. I'm sure there's great people within my industry yeah. to out with as well. <laughs> but actually, like I found that we quite quickly started competing with each other.
1: Oh my god that and is it, that is yeah. a thing it's a thing yeah oh you got that job it why did you... i got that job like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. oh and it's like
0: oh god why are we in competition it's I just... why yeah why are we doing this you know and like I, it was so hard like it wasn't just like good for you you deserve that you've earned that babe it was like i should be getting jobs like that and i was like fuck this is yeah. so toxic and yeah that didn't work either So, it's... And and now, of course, I'm with Erkan, who has experience within my industry, so can relate to a certain extent and know the pressures and all the rest of it, but also, like, is just really content pursuing what he's pursuing. And, yeah, I don't think it matters, Claude. Answer your question, you know, in a really roundabout way. Whether they're in or they're not, what matters is that fella who's with you is content in what he's doing, is securing himself to be happy and have confidence in what he's doing, but be fucking really pleased for you as well, girl. That's what you need. That's what you need. I need to
1: find That's someone. That's what you deserve. <laughs> I'll find someone yeah. one day, Dick.
0: <laughs> well, so I'm assuming... I feel like we give everyone a great big spoiler here, but what? Celebs go dating didn't go well.
1: <laughs> well, oh, I was dating people. I made really nice connections with people. But, oh, God, I'm, like I'm giving it all away now. But I, I feel like I needed, as you said, to learn a lot about myself. Um, Like, I... On my first date, I don't know if you see, I was so off with my day, and I was, when I was told after by Anna that I was really off with him, it really upset me because I didn't realise how off I was Um, like obviously there was longer conversations and obviously they cut it but in turn that was probably how I was the whole time and realising how off I was with him and the fact that I wouldn't even look him in the eye, I wouldn't even talk to him much, I was like diverting, making comments, talking about random shit because I was quite... Unconfident in Nervous. myself. Yeah. Like I, yeah. And the thing is I think a lot of people would think, unconfident, what are you talking about? Like that's weird. Of course I'm confident around a group of eleven people that I film with and I've known for three years. Like, you know, I know what to say to these people to annoy them. Yeah. I know what to say to my <laughs> friends that I like. I know how to do all of these things, but I'm sitting in front of a complete stranger. In a room full of celebrities that I've all seen on telly, you know, people like Ulrika are sitting next to me, like Ulrika Johnson. Oh yeah,
0: like, we've got. I, I've you've grown up with people yeah. like Ulrika. It's really. And I'm like, it's, oh it's nerve-wracking.
1: I tracking. said to you, I said about SAS, I said I saw you on SAS. and she was like, <laughs> oh, "Okay." <laughs>
0: she's so lovely (laughs) she's so lovely
1: she's so nice and we honestly got really close during filming and we still speak now but at the time of course it's daunting you're sitting opposite people you don't know you know Nikita she's such a big person she's so loud and obviously I'm sort of used to being in a way the loud one I know I'm not as loud as her but I would sort of be like the bold one on TOWIE and I'm trying to sort of not compete I want to sort of just take my time and sit back and it was it was hard so I think when I spoke to the agents and they explained why I was behaving that way it was really eye-opening to see that actually I was just so unconfident in being myself and I don't know if you agree like I was saying like they kept saying about Chloe being Chloe so Chloe B being the person I'm on telly and then I read on Twitter people slating me saying oh my god has this girl got an alter ego and I was like no I've not got an alter ego like what I was trying to do was differentiate from the person I am on camera to the person I am at home. And I don't know if you felt the same when yeah. you was on, on Day
0: that you yeah. was like two different people. Oh, uh, right. There's so much to unpack there, mate. Like, for starters, right, the, the, trying to date and forge, like, sort of connections in, yeah. in front of, like, what... 15 people, a minimum, yeah. you know? And then, as, like you say as well, all these very familiar faces. Like, it's not a natural situation to be in. So yeah. expecting you to just go in and be a very authentic and, like, natural version of yourself, it's quite it's quite a big ask. It's, it, it's, it's such a big ask, it's yeah. It's a huge big ask. And, like, especially... I mean, Ulrika Wash you been doing it 30 years, like, it's going to come to her slightly more naturally than it is to you, like, you've got to give yourself time to adjust to this new medium, so I think everyone just expecting you to go in and just be like, oh, tell me about your childhood, like, that's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. a, it's very hard, it's a different dynamic for you to get your head around, so I've seen bits of it, mate, right, and I'm not, I actually thought you were hilarious, right, like, oh my God. and if a fella had said to me as well, right, stop being, so first of all, stop being so hard on yourself, because I do think you're funny, so if a fella had gone to me, like, I'm just looking for vibes i would have said you're a bit of a knob you're a bit <laughs> of a knob him, mate i told him to fuck off i'm not even i'm not even joking with you i would have been like fucking tell me something real mate if you want me yes. to be real to you tell me something real so please don't be so hard on yourself next thing fucking <laughs> twitter arc is a very vicious place yes. a very vicious It'll place <laughs> i've said i've said for years hate, twitter is a hateful space and i tried to like pull back from my using it because honestly I, I don't I, I think it can be very toxic. So I f- forget all that. I get it, Chloe. Like yeah. honestly, you're so young still. and has got so much still to like work out about this industry. Like it's understandable that to a certain extent you're protecting yourself. And when oh, you go God, into a situation it. where you don't feel comfortable and you do, you become slightly defensive. I did it. I did it on Jodie Shaw. Everyone thought Vicky Patterson was But Nothing could hurt her feelings. She was savage and strong and ballsy and opinionated and she didn't take any shit. That was just a defence mechanism. It was a facade. my completely, yeah. Inside, babe, I was terrified. I felt out of my depth. I knew the boys didn't really like me. I knew I didn't have great relationships with the girls. I felt alone. And the way I protected myself was by projecting this image of constant strength. You can't hurt me. I'm Vicky Patterson. And, you know, inside, mate, I was I was a lost and scared and misguided little girl. And I see so much of myself oh. in you, Chloe. And I just want you oh, to know, please. like, everybody watching that, like, they, they, they know, anyone with a heart knows you're just trying to protect yourself.
1: Yeah, people message me and they're like, they say, like, I can see that... I think a journalist said to me the other day, like, she'd watched an argument with me and Frankie Simpson. She said, during the argument, my voice broke. And she was like, and it was really nice to see that your voice broke because she was a bit, like, upset by what was going on. And I just said, like, I I didn't even notice that. It's mad that people pick up on these things. Um, But I think it's, like, in a way, like, TOWIE obviously used to be full of drama. It did. It used to have so many big characters on. And I'm the first to admit that it's not as dramatic as it used to be. And I feel like, in a way, I have to keep up that. I'm like, okay, if no one else is going to deliver, then I will. Do you know what I mean? And I'll bring the drama. And it's like, I remember once my boyfriend, who wasn't on telly, had cheated on me and I found out in the morning and had to go to filming in the evening and literally just had to sit there and pretend that everything was fine, and I remember being like, how am I doing this, like, how am I sitting there, the room was spinning, I just found out that someone I'd been with for a year had cheated on me, and I was just trying to, trying to carry on, and I'm sure you've had experiences like that, because it's what you do, it's your job, you know, but I think, I think, it is, it is hard to put on a front constantly, I think with celebs, I said that to Paul and Anna, like, it's becoming harder for me on my day, it's like, I don't want to be nasty to these people. I don't want to be off to these people. They're just literally here to, you know, go on a date with me. So I did open up eventually, but it took a while. That's all
0: like, and and it's bound to take a while for you to thaw like first date in their very essence like I'm We're sure hard. Anna, Yeah, and I'm sure Anna and Paul are experts. They probably disagree, but it's like an interview, Chloe. Like everybody's trying to like put forward this like best version of themselves and it's as the as the relationship, like, progresses, you start to, like, relax and see better things and stuff. And unfortunately, in this really, like, fast-paced and yeah. condensed format of, like, celebs go date reality TV, you're often not given that chance. So, nah, mate, I'd... My, like, I'd just... You know what Like... Don't be afraid. God. Yeah, it's so hard. But don't be afraid to be you. Like, this... First, like, who I'm talking to now, like, you're fucking so bright and articulate. Oh, and, like, you, can, you don't stop smiling. Like, you're, you're, you're beautiful and kind. All these things are coming across, like... If I went on a date with you, right, mate? Like, I'd be, like, giving you solid tens. Like, don't be afraid to be this you, Chloe. Like, you don't always have... And, like, I wish someone had told me this when I was in Geordie Shore. It's like, don't be afraid to be that vulnerable and beautiful and open version of you because it's actually so endearing. It's so Do you think it took you
1: long to shake off that persona for quite a long time?
0: Honestly, girl, like, I... So, right, 34 I am now. And I was 21 or two when I got found for Geordie Shore. So going back a really long time. And uh, for five years I was on the show and I had like various ups and downs, you know, like bad relationships, like arguments, fallouts. Like I lost a lot of myself on there. Um, And then I think I found my way back to me through the help of like some nice producers and also like just growing up, you know, Um, and getting out of some quite toxic relationships. So... I, I It took me like it was a real journey um and when I left, I was in a good place to 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 want to to be some to be the version of me that I knew I could be and I was really lucky that I got the opportunity to do things like the jungle and Hunt and master Chef and shows after that that allowed me to show people that that one particular version of Vicky Patterson that they'd seen actually probably was a very small screenshot into my life, but also it didn't have to define me. And yeah, like,
1: and that's what I try and say. Yeah. I try and say, of course, I'm. Not, I'm not sitting there saying I'm not that person. That's that's not me. I, I'm not like that. I am. Like I can be argumentative. I can be uh-huh. bitchy. But that's also just one aspect of, of me. Course. You don't see me when I'm at home. You know, you don't see that. And I think that's what I'm trying to get across. And you I'm are. Trying. And it, <laughs> no, and you are and
0: you will. And it just takes time. And like, I think well, there is so much more of Chloe Brock that we're going to see. And I really oh. hope we see more of this, like, beautiful, bright girl on Towie. Because, oh, you've thank clearly you. Clearly got loads to give. I'm going to go. We'll have a little break now, Lass. I'm always mm-hmm. desperate for a wee. But I'll have you back in part two. We'll talk more about your lovely. Hi, yes. and what's next for Chloe B?
1: Okay, perfect.